All right. Good morning. Hey, this is Phil Bear. Today is Thursday, November 14th, 7.30 a.m. And this is the WBBF call. This stands for We Build Brighter Futures. Uh, yesterday, I talked a little bit about the business and phone script. And now today, I'm going to go over the in-home presentation, the ATM, which stands for the Alliance Training Manual. Um, right now, how our business is set up is our lead, the responder that we call, that we see, that's our foot in the door. That's going to lead to, let's say you, you're going to sit down with somebody that does mortgage protection. Okay. We've always said this, but it's never been this great. Right. So our lead is the foot in the door to go sit down with them and talk to them about mortgage protection. Okay. As you're going through the conversation, you're asking questions, you're collecting information about them, you're collecting data, and you're taking that conversation to another selling opportunity. Okay, So keep in mind the HMA program, our debt consolidation program, that's going to start rolling out. Um, the Alliance IRA, um, Medicare supplement plans, uh, we have a lot that's BAM, Burlington Alliance Capital Management to get annuities, index universal life plans for tax-free retirement. So there's a lot of opportunity in one household. Um, so when we're using this ATM presentation, keep that in mind and go through the presentation, ask questions to reveal the information of where – I don't just want to go in a home and write one policy. I want to go in a home and write multiple policies, different products. I also want to go in a home and hire the client to come work with me. All right. So what are the four basics when we're in the home? We're going to pick up the pick up a check or pick up the phone. Um, we're going to get referrals. We're going to get annuity money the green sheet, and then we're going to hire the client. Those are the four basics. If Andy Albright ever asks you what the four basics are, that's it. Pick up a check or pick up the phone, um, annuity money, referrals, and hire your client. Okay, That's going to build your business to the maximum. Right? So the ATM is a tool that we use to guide the meeting along I use it on every single appointment. They don't get to the point where you think you're you're good enough to do these meetings without the the uh, ATM. Okay, it's a tool that we use to keep the client on track, to remember talking points, to reveal information on where we can take the appointment after we write the first policy. Um, it is also a tool that's going to the most importantly. Uncover, overcome objections before they actually become objections. Okay, I've always been taught that I need to bring the objection up first. Okay, whoever brings the objection up first wins the game. Okay, so what that means is I need to bring up the fact that they can't shop around for anything. Okay, so I need to tell them, hey, you can't shop around for this. If I don't tell them that, 
then what's going to happen is I'm going to get to the end of the presentation and they're going to say, you know what, I want to shop around for this. Or if I don't bring up other life insurance that they might possibly have at the very beginning, then what's going to happen is when I get to the very end, they're going to say, you know what, we have work insurance. I think we're okay. Okay, and then what will happen is I'm going to try to overcome the objection after they bring it up, and it's too late. It's like I'm arguing with them at that point. So I need to bring it up first because they're already thinking of it, and I need to tell them why that's not a good reason to think about that. All right, so every page has talking points that are very important, and every page has objections that are very important to go through. Okay, this is where... Don't get lazy with your words. Don't get lazy throughout the meeting. Uh, this is where if we stay on track and we, we I guess, don't get lazy again, um, then we're going to get the business, and it's going to take us from 50% closing to 75 80% closing. All right? When you're brand new, coming into the business, if you've never gotten appointments before, don't worry. Just go out there, make a friend. Okay. With how our system is set up, you're going to close about 50% of the business, right? But as you continue on and you go on appointments, okay, after your appointments, call your growing up line, talk through what happened, okay, and more importantly, listen to what they're telling you and then apply it to the next meeting. Okay, you have to, This is where you have to get out of your, your own way and you have to... Um, not think about yourself so much when you're in these meetings, okay? Just go through the motions and do what you're being coached on, and it's going to lead to higher closing ratio, more and more business, more opportunity. Okay, the, the business is out there. People want this help, okay? Um, so we just have to show up to the house, go through the motions, follow the ATM, and you're going to start feeling like, things are just falling towards you, right? But really what's happening is you're putting the activity in, you're showing up, you're doing the work, and then and then the opportunity is there, right? The key is as you go on these appointments, talk to your growing up line about what's happening, whether you're making the sale or not making the sale, and really be honest with yourself and be open to yourself. Say, okay, this is what I'm really doing on the appointments, and I need to change it right away. The sooner you change it, the faster you're going to have success. This business works. I know I do it. I see people who are having success, and what makes them successful is they don't just go away the, their standard way and then do that forever. They're adjusting and they're tweaking as time goes along, and they're really being honest with themselves, um, and they're they're taking coaching and advice as they're moving forward. All right, so I'm going to get into the presentation. So when I go, I sit down with the husband and wife. I'm sitting next to the husband. Um, the wife sitting next to him, and I'm having the conversation. Have This is not a presentation. This is more a conversation between me and the family. All right, turn this into conversation mode. Uh, to where it's a, a comfortable conversation instead of me presenting from a flip chart. All right. Also, something else that's key is 
if you're doing the majority of the talking, then uh, that's not the right way to go about it. The way, if I'm talking and telling them why this plan is good and why they need it and why it's important for the family, I'm telling them what they need to do. Okay. But the reason Jeremy Patton's so good is because he doesn't tell people what they need to do. He asks questions to get them to tell themselves what they need to do. Right. So this turn this presentation from talking, right? You don't have to be the smartest person in the room. You just have to sit there and talk or ask questions. Okay. And then through those questions, you're going to get them to think the right way. And then when they're thinking about this, that's going to lead themselves to the sale automatically. Okay. It's going to take a lot of pressure off of you of having to sell something. And the car business people, they're in sales. We're in a, the business of asking questions to get them to lead themselves to the, to the mortgage protection. All right. Uh, another key when you're in the home is you don't have to be so agreeable in the house, right? You don't have to oversell this plan. Um, you don't have to be agreeable, okay? Don't make it don't make everything look perfect in the home. Um, ask questions and. Um, it's okay to like what what I don't want to like what I don't want to do in the home is say oh yeah we can get you approved no problem um, oh, yeah you're gonna get four hundred thousand in coverage yeah you know I don't want to cater to their needs okay I'm there just to see if I can get them approved and then um, sometimes I'm gonna say you know I, I'm not sure um, let me let me check this out and see what could happen. Um, normally when you're new, you say, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we can do that. Um, yeah, no problem. That's great. Um, so just keep that in mind. All right. So the way my ATM, I have it laid out on the desk. I don't like to have it standing up. Um, I just feel in my mind, there's a barrier between me and the customer when I'm in the home. So I have my ATM laid on the table. All right. My first page is the Alliance page. And it, um, what I do is I sit down, get to know them. Hey, do you guys know why I'm here? Um, or do you both know why I'm here? Um, I show them the lead. I say, you know, who filled this out? Was this, was this you, Sue, or is this you, Tom? All right. And then I make sure that I they know why I'm there. We're all on the same page before we move forward. I say, my job is just to talk through this, um, see if it's needed, Right, and if it's needed, I'll show you the next steps. I'm not here to sell you anything. Um, we're still friends. Um, and then I take the lead back, and I say the company I represent is called the Alliance. We specialize in mortgage protection, final expense, regular life insurance, and retirement protection. Now I don't work with home and auto. You know, I'm licensed in the state of Texas, and I specialize in these areas. Has anybody already come out and talked to you about mortgage protection? And based on how they respond, I follow up on that. How about regular life insurance? Do you have that outside the job that you own and control? All right. 
So now I'm on, I'm finding out if they've already met with somebody, and I'm finding out if they have life insurance um, before we move forward. Okay? And if they say they just have work insurance, then I need to say, hey, that's good that you have that. You know, you might want to try to get more. Uh, it's temporary coverage. But I always tell people that's not like real life insurance. I wait for a little bit of a reaction. And then I say the reason I say that is because you don't own that policy. Your job does. And you can't take it with you when you leave the job. And normally that's when you need the policy. Okay. Um, and then I, I, I find out, do you have any, if they say, yeah, I got a policy outside the job. Great. That's good that you have that. Um, most people don't. So I'm complimenting them. All right. Um, do me a favor. Go ahead and grab that real quick. That's going to be important during this conversation. And they either go get it or they don't go get it. Uh, part of the reason I'm asking that question is I want to know how much trust and how much they're already listening to me. Um, because if they're not going to go get the policy, that's just some BS reason. Like, oh, it's in a box. Oh, I don't know where it is. They're not being honest with me. They just don't want to go get it because they're not listening to me Listening to me already. They're not trusting me. They're not looking at me as an expert yet. So I know that I have to do good at building the, the rapport and the relationship. And then after I do that and I gain their trust, then they're going to follow my command and do what I ask them to do. Okay? So that, those are already objections. I'm overcoming an objection of, yeah, we, you know, we already met with somebody. We're going to stick with what uh, they showed us. Okay. Um, and I'm overcoming the, the work objection, the outside coverage. Um, I need, okay, very important. I need to get my hands on that policy if they have a policy outside or already in place. All right. Um, if they do go get it, I'm, they're going to bring it back to the table. I'm going to get it in my hands. I'm going to look at the first couple pages and I'm going to say, huh, okay. Hey, let's get back to this. I do want to point out a couple things, but let's go through this information first. Okay. And then they say, yeah, no problem. I flip to the next page. My next page is the about me page. All right. This is where you, you build a relationship. This is where you build a rapport. You get to know them. I don't know what's going on in that household before I walked in. This is also the page where I need to recreate that they're feeling a love for each other. You know, they might, might have been married a couple years and they're already falling out of love. They might have been arguing. They might be on the brink of divorce. Um, so keep that in mind. Don't be so sensitive in the meetings. Don't think about yourself so much in the meetings. Um, but this page, what I do, this is my page of getting to know them, and this is also my page where it's my first opportunity of hiring the client. So I'm going to say, hey, just so you know, uh, just so that I'm not a stranger and you know who's sitting at your kitchen table, uh, like I said when I walked in, my name's Philip Bear. I was born in San Antonio. I live in Fort Worth now. I come out here on the weekends to help families. I see about 15, 20 families over the weekend. Um, if you know anybody looking for work part-time or full-time, we have a lot of fun. Uh, we help families. We need help in this area. Um, so I'd love to talk to that person if, after you see what we do. You think you know anybody that could do this, okay? Right. Hey, where are you guys from? So this is where I start asking questions. 
more questions to get to know them and also to find out information about them. So um, as I'm asking these questions, I'm recording mentally annuity money, tax-free retirement money, HMA plans, Alliance IRA, debt consolidation, Medicare supplement. Um, I'm recording all this stuff mentally of where I need to go next after I do this first sale. All right. So where are you guys from? Oh, really? What was it like growing up out there? How'd you get from there to Amarillo? How'd you get from Detroit to Amarillo? Okay. Um, heard there's, it's, it's great out there in Detroit. Um, you know, Sue, where are you from? Oh, okay. How did you guys meet? Really? Okay. Who chased who? Really? And then that's a fun question. Um, do you guys remember your first date? That's a fun question. Um, how many kids do you have? What do they do for work? Any grandkids? Um, if they're in the military, I always like to say appreciate your service. I think that's undervalued these days, and they always feel uh, good about that statement. So I'm asking questions, get to know them. I only say the first two bullet points on my page. They're going to read everything else. Okay. The, my point on this page is I don't need to tell them everything about me. They're going to see it, all right? but I need to ask questions to get to know them. Okay. And then I take it for however long it's going to go. I also want to control the time, so I don't want to take it too long. I want to be in and out of the house in an hour to hour and a half, going through the important stuff for this. And then if I have an appointment immediately after, then I need to bam fam the following week to come see them about setting up the next plan. All right. um, I flip the page. My next page, companies I represent, this is where we're going to overcome the I want to shop around for it statement. So I say, hey, here's here's some important information. I work with about 15 different companies. Here's some of them here. Um, the reason I have so many options is we're going to do the shopping around for you today, right? Um, but when I say shopping around, I don't really mean for prices because, you know, we can't do that, right? The state of Texas controls the prices of this kind of insurance. Okay, so as long as we're in the same kind of plan, it's going to be about the same cost between companies. It doesn't really matter which company we use for price, right? What we shop around for are age and health conditions. So based on your age and health, we'll determine which company and how much coverage you can get. Right. Have you ever heard of those plans on the radio where it says like a million dollars of coverage for 10 bucks a month? All right. Yeah, it sounds really too good to be true. Well, what they're offering is what's called accidental coverage. Right? And people don't know that it's accident-only coverage. What happens is you submit your application. They tell you by that time it's accident coverage. And you say, you know what, just go with it. I don't want to change anything. Um, so what we're going to do is find the best plan for you. And my job is to get you the most amount of coverage for the lowest cost. All right? You guys familiar with any of these companies? And I'm pointing to Mutual of Omaha when I say that. So they hurry up and say Mutual of Omaha because every second counts. All right, yep, Mutual of Omaha, they're pretty common. They used to have a TV show. Transamerica does a lot of 401Ks, Foresters. All these companies are what's called A-rated companies. They're all great. The main thing to know is your family will be taken care of. 
Okay, and they've all been around for hundreds of years, and you can see they got plenty of money to take care of your family. All right, so we're going to do the shopping around for you today. Because uh, and then um, I'll say, because you you know you can't shop around. I've already said that actually. Um, I say if you ever sit down with an insurance person and they say hey, we have the best prices in town, we'll beat any any other competitor. They're really lying to you. Okay, because insurance this insurance doesn't work that way. You can't bundle this stuff together and get discounts. Um, you can't go shop around and get a cheaper price down the street. The state of Texas controls the cost. Right. So my job is to find out what you can get approved for. And that's all we can do today is just see if we can get you approved and then move from there. Any questions? Sound good? Nope. Then I flip the page. My next page is if I'm doing mortgage protection, it's the what is mortgage protection page. And as something I'm thinking about right now, as you're going through this presentation, Sometimes you're, they're going to ask you questions. Get good at knowing you don't have to answer questions all the time. All right. Some sometimes people ask questions that really they're silly questions, and they're just asking because they feel like they need to talk to feel important. You ever been around that person that just talks and talks? Um, they're more. That's more their ego and their pride. Just say just talking because they feel like okay, I need to I need to say something in order to fulfill this conversation, right? But so some questions they ask you, you don't have to answer. Um, what I do sometimes is, oh, that's a great question. Why do you ask that? Okay, well, hey, I'm going to get to that question here in a minute. Um, let's go through this page and then I'll get to that question. And that's a great way to deter that question to later. And then when you do that and you get to later, they're going to forget they even asked because they're going to be thinking of something else. Hey, that's a great question. Why do you ask? Why do you ask that? And then I'm not saying that like a jerk. I'm saying that like uh, concerning, I'm, you know, I'm not in my head. Why do you ask that? Uh, like an interested question, like why do you ask that? Um a lot of our meeting is the words we use, what we say, and how we say it. Um, because if I say, why do you ask that? That could come off as rude, and I make them feel um, like insulted. But if I say, well, why do you ask that? That's more like concerning, like I want to answer them and help them. So a lot of our business in the home is what we're saying, the words we're using, and how we're saying it also. So keep that in mind. Okay? Jeremy Patton will say something a certain way, and then I might say it a different way, and we get completely different results. Um, so be aware of how you're coming across. Be aware of how you're making them feel as you're talking. All right, Don't be a robot. Don't be transactional. Uh, be aware of your body language. Go read some books on body language uh, about how you make people feel. Um, that's what's going to take your business to the next level and take you to a top producer. All right. So what is more protection? Basically, it's pretty straightforward. These plans used to be offered through the banks in the past, but they don't do that anymore. Okay, you have to use an outside uh, provider like us. 
And really, that's more to your benefit because you control everything rather than the banks controlling it. And, but basically, mortgage protection, pretty straightforward. It's a plan in place that will take care of your mortgage when one of you guys pass away. Right. Now, I never say it'll pay off your mortgage. I say it'll take care of your mortgage when one of you pass away. All right. You choose your beneficiary. It's portable. Very important. So if you ever need to move in a beautiful home, not sure why you want to move from here, but if you ever need to move from the house, then you can take this with you. Okay. Or if you ever heard of people refinancing? Yeah. Okay. Well, if you ever refinance later down the line, then you actually just keep this plan in place and it rolls to the new loan. Those old types of mortgage protection plans, they didn't do that. You would lose it, it'd get canceled out, and you'd have to reapply it. The problem with that is you're a little bit older, might have some health conditions, so you're not going to get the same coverage. All right, the death benefit and the premium are locked in place, so whatever we get you approved for today does not change. All right, and that's very important, right? Because, you, you know, have you ever had any friend, family member where, all of a sudden, they get diagnosed with cancer, you know, two months later. And I'm, I listen to their response. Yeah, exactly. Well, when you have this plan, it doesn't matter if you get diagnosed with cancer tomorrow. You're covered right now for this coverage, and you don't lose the plan. Your death benefit never goes down. Your premiums never go up. All right. What a lot of people do is what's called payment protection. And basically what that is is they don't we don't always need to get full coverage. Because really when you need this plan, it's gonna be more later down the line. So with that your mortgage balance is gonna be a lot lower. Okay, so you don't need three hundred thousand of coverage all the time. We wanna get you something that's affordable and makes sense. All right. So what most people do is they just get a little bit of coverage knowing that when they pass away, there's money designated to take care of that mortgage, okay? Because how much is your mortgage payment? 1200 So if we get, half, you know, 100000 of coverage, that will last you several months to continue to make the mortgage payment. So that's, what's pay, that's what is payment protection, All right? And wouldn't you agree that some kind of coverage is better than no coverage at all? That's a very important question. Wouldn't you agree some kind of coverage is better than nothing at all? I needed them to agree to that before we move forward. All right. And that's really all I say on that on that page. And then I move to the next page of why is this important? I think this is the very most important page in here. All right. This is where you're going to ask questions to get them to understand reality. So you're gonna, this is uncomfortable when you first start, but once you start doing it and you get out of your comfort zone and you start getting really good at this. So you have to ask like, hey, look, this is, let's figure out if this is even needed. Because okay? if you don't need this, then there's no reason for the plan. But if it's needed, this is very, very important for the family. All right, so help me understand y'all's situation. And I slide the lead over to them again. When you fill this out, Jim, Sue, what were you guys thinking about? What, what did you want to happen? And I listened. I shut up and I listened to them. Okay. Oh, well, we wanted our family to be taken care of. Great. If they say that, that's what you want them to say. But I need to follow up with 
five or six questions. If they say, well, we just wanted prices. Okay, well, we're going to get to prices. But after prices, what did you really want for this plan to happen? Or if they say, you know, I didn't really know what it was. Um, we just filled it out. Okay, now that I've explained what it is, what do you want to happen with this plan? Listen to what they're going to say. I need to ask questions to get them to say, I want to make sure my family's taken care of. I don't want my family to have the burden after I pass away. Okay, And then I start asking, well, all right, um, if we don't have this plan in place, what does life look like for you? Okay, let's say uh, the tough question, nobody likes to talk about this, but let's say, uh, Jim, let's say, Sue, you get a knock on the uh, door tomorrow, and it's the sheriff's department, and they say, Jim got in an accident, and he's not coming home. All right, he passed away. Um, what does life look like for you, Sue? And then sometimes they'll tear up. Sometimes they'll get emotional. What we want, them, we need them to get emotional. That's This is where you find the pain and, and this, the cell is made. Um, well, she probably say it's tough. Well, that's what they most say. Okay, yeah, I agree. And we, I can't imagine what that would be like. You guys seem like a close family. Like family is very important to you. Um, but I know what tough is to me. Help me understand what is tough to you. Um, and then okay emotionally you'd be a mess but think about financially would you be able to take care of the mortgage yeah oh you would okay what about everything else the bills the car payment credit cards all the expenses for the kids on your income alone would you be able to do all that and yeah, be tough who would you get help from would you have to sell the house if you sold the house how long would that you think that would take to sell the house um would you have somebody move in? If you did, who would that be? Would you want that person to move in? If you move somewhere else, do they have enough room to take you in? Okay, you have kids. How do you think the kids are going to feel during this time? Do they want to move from their friends? Is that going to affect their sports? Um, so there's a lot of questions you can ask here to dig deep and find the pain and get them to realize, man, we need this. And then after I ask her that, I say, Jim, how does that make you feel? And then I do that, I say, I do that to Jim too. Hey, Jim, if Sue passed away, how does it make you feel? All right, who's going to take care of the kids? You, how many hours do you work this right now? 50? Okay, who's going to pick up the kids from school? You are? Okay, that means you're going to need to work less. Is that going to impact your job role? Are you going to make less money? Um, who are you going to get help from? Do you want that person to help you? So there's a lot you can ask and spend time on this page, and it's going to help you a lot. This is the uncomfortable page, but this is where you need to get out of your own way, stop thinking about yourself, and cross the line. I promise you, the line that you think there is, you can step a few more feet, and then that's really the line to be crossed. All right, almost done. And then you flip to the next page, say, hey, all right, what's, oh, you tell a story on that page too. So find a story that it's home to you about somebody you know that passed away and then they didn't have coverage and that family was in a bad situation. And then you say, well, that's what these plans do is it's going to give you the peace of mind knowing that you'll never have to go through that. All right, flip to the next page. What happens next? And what I'm going to do, I don't know what you can get approved for. I'm going to ask a few questions, uh, try to get you approved for the best plan. Um, 
I'm not going to ask you, I'm not going to, you know, draw any blood or ask you to pee in a cup. I just need to ask a few questions and we'll go from there. My next page, the financial picture. This is where you ask the questions. And then after you ask these questions, you say, you know what, I think I have what route we're going to go on, but I'm going to call my senior underwriter, run this by him, and uh, make sure we're going about it the right way. Pick up the phone at this point, call your grown-up line, run it by them, and then listen to what they tell you to do. They're going to guide you through the rest. You get three options. I always direct them to the, the smaller option because I want to make sure they're keeping this plan. I don't want to get, like, hungry and say, ah, oh, let's get the $500 a month policy or the 200 a month. I'm cool with getting smaller coverage. Something's better than nothing, and I'd rather have – I want them to not like feel this type of plan out of their budget, like almost like a gym membership. So I just want to get something in place and we go from there. And then you go through the rest of the uh, ATM. All right, guys. Hey, um, I hope this helped. Let's go out there and kill it. If you're fighting for Alaska, press work extra days. I know I am. Um, you can do it wherever you're at. You can still win Alaska. Create that momentum carry it to next year before we know it 2020 is going to be here and um, let's go out there and challenge yourself this week to write two more policies than you did last week all right two more policies all right again love you guys have an awesome dial session have a great weekend i will talk to you soon